Okay, we're on page Shin Ayin Ches, the section of Dalit. Okay. So we talked about Derech. We talked about how Derech was a circle. Right? That's the last thing we had. Derech Nikre, the last section was on page Shin Ayin Zayin. Derech Nikre Magal. Kashir Kula it's a circle. And we talked about the shlichus, about coming back. A person is sent on a shlichus in this world. And it's and he has to, right, when he completes the shlichus, so then he comes back. The circuit is completed, and he comes back to the Rebbeinah Shlalom. And he says, I did your shlichus. So the derech that we're going on is a derech. So the first thing that we said about a circle is that a circle, every every uh, every step of the way, right? You can see what the rest of the what the rest of the path looks like, just from looking at the at the arc of the circle. You can see what everything is going to look like, and then we said that it's not something which goes on, just goes on and on and on, but it has a tachlis, it has a goal, it has a purpose. And the purpose is to complete the circuit and to come back. So now, as we started out by saying that the remez, Chazal said that uh, that there's a remez with Chiyas Hamesim in Torah. So we talked about how it says Oz Yoshir. That was Oz Yoshir. And Rashi says, right, he brings the Rashi at the beginning of the year and page Shinayim Vav. He says Oz Yoshir Moshe of Bnei Yisrael as a Shir Azeis Lashem. Now we're going to learn about the connection between the concept of Shira and what and the concept of this circle and what it all has to do with Chiasamesim. Okay, so starting with Shira Neemeret Besof Kishikol Haderech Meira. The Shira is said Besof at the end when the whole Derech is. Is illuminated. So one of the meanings, one of the word, the meanings of the word shear is circle. Okay. For example, Hayu Asuyot Kishir. Gomorrah says in, in Bomasina Elamitsius. That Kolomar, what it means is Matza Matbeot Hamunochot Alakarka, it's Rashal Eagle. When, when the Gemara wants to define that you found, excuse me, you found a, some coins and they were arranged in a circle. So the, clearly, if they were arranged in a circle, somebody arranged them that way, right? Somebody arranged them in that way. And so that means that it wasn't an Aveda, it was something that has a sim and something that you have to return. But, the, but for our purposes, the word shear is, right, means a circle. Oh, there's another example of that. Right, that means, A kind of a, a, something that goes into the mouth, a circular thing, a bit or something, I don't know exactly what to call it, but a circular thing that goes into the mouth of the behemoth, which you pull the behemoth by, you guide the behemoth by. So therefore, and that's called a shear. 
It says, Bali Ashir, Yotzim Bishir, the animals, the question in the what can an animal go, what does an animal go out with? What kind of animal, what, because there's a din of Hutzah, as we know about versus Mitzvah, Shvisa's Behemto. So there's a din of, right, that if it's a if it's a burden, so then he's not allowed to go out with it. If it's a Tachshit, he is allowed to go out with it. So this says that they could go out, the, the animals can go out with the Shir. Okay, so that's the that's establishing that the word shear is relates to the concept of circular. Now, hashayachut bein surata igul shira shel shvach lashemhi. So now, what is the connection between the circle, right, and the shira, right, which we say is in praise to Hashem? So the connection is as follows. Shashira ne'emeret b'makom shedavar higia l'sof derech. Shira is said right, when something reaches the end of its path. Right? It reaches its completion, reaches its ultimate destination. Mitgalebo mehechan hu yatsa. In the shira, in the derech, right, it's Revealed, what was the starting point? And then the thing made a complete circle. And it demonstrates a whole system of things which became clarified in the course of the path of trans, trans, where am I? Of moving from 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 the, from one end of the path to the other end of the path, right? And so things became clarified. Okay, so I know where I started from. I know what I didn't had what wasn't clear at the beginning. I know that what was left unresolved, what was unresolved at the beginning, and I, there's reach a completion. And at that completion, I know where I came from and where I got to. And when that path is completed, right? So that, and the circle is closed. So then that is the time to say Shira. When we examine all the places where it says Shira in the Torah, where the Torah uses the concept of Shira, we're talking about the completion, the end of a Mahalach, a whole system that's been brought to completion. And from the end, you see everything, you see the what you see the significance and the meaning of everything that happened until that point. It was after when I get to the end and I look back, then I can see how everything contributed, everything that came along the way was really part of this derech, which was really part of the circle. And oh, but when I get to the end, so then I can learn about uh, retroactively. I can see how the entire path has come to its fruition, has come to its completion, has come to a a, a, a point of of, end, of wholeness. Everything, the whole way of who's dealing with us, which preceded this final point, has become clear and understand understood. And so when I look back and I see how everything fits together and everything, everything that happened along the way, things perhaps at the uh, which at the time 
perhaps were not so clear how they were contributing to the final goal, how they were getting me to, my, to the final path. But when I see the HaKadosh Baruch runs the world, he ran the world in such a way where I can see, retroactively, I can see how everything fit together. Okay, when I see that, so then the reaction, or the, the Torah reaction, the, the proper reaction is to express one's appreciation, one's uh, understanding, the fact that one sees how everything fits together in an expression which is called a shira. Okay, that's, so that means that that's the, that's the connection between the circle and the song that is sung when one has reached the end of the circle. And now we, we have the examples of the shira in the Torah. When creation was completed, Chazal tell us in the Medrash that Odomarisham, right, saying Mizmar Shirli Yama Shabbos, Tov Lahodas Lashem, and right, and the, that was the first Shira when 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 uh, when there was a completion of of the Bria and the first Shabbos came. Because then Yitzias Mitzrayim was completed. And when we saw how everything that happened to the B'nai Yisrael leading up to, including the Shibud, including everything that we, all the suffering that we had, but it all led to this glorious moment when we could see clearly that this was all guided by Kodesh Baruch to come to a this this end, this completion, and then this erupted in Shira. At the end of the 40 years, we have the Shira, the Shira that is given to us in Parashas Pinchas, I think, right? No, Parashas Chukas. Uh, the shir that's given to us in Parashas Chukas, Ali, Be'er, and Rula. Okay? Right. After the battle and the uh, victory over Sisra, which was the completion of the conquest of Eretz Israel, when the Beis Hamish was completed, Right? And when so when everything is over, when when all of the all of history is ended and everything will be clear. In other words, it'll be clear how every moment of history right, was really meaningful and contributed and was another step along the path that Hu bringing the final and ultimate redemption. So then it says as Tiyah. Hashira Sirit, Shiru Lashem Shir Chadash. The Shiro that we say, Shiru Lashem Shir Chadash, and Tehillim, we say in Kabbalah Shabbat. And the uh, and at the bottom it says, the editor, right, if you look at the two stars there, the two asterisks, at the bottom it says, Gam Parshat Hazinu Nikra Shira, Kakatuv, Vaidaber Moshe's Divrea Shira Azot, Beosne Kolkal Yisrael Azot Atumam. So, right, Parshat Hazinu. 
Makifat because if you read Parshas, you know, from the beginning to the end, it tells you the whole course of history of the world. Israel from the beginning of the choice of Israel, to the end. So that's also again evidently wasn't mentioned in the original Shira, but the editor points out that this is also related to the Shira of Hazinu. Everything you can see things when you, when everything becomes clarified. When I see how everything fits together, so then we 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 bring the shear. That 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 comes to a, a shear. Okay, so that's the that's where we're headed. So with shira comes from uh, is when a process is brought to its ultimate des- destination. Bimilai yishira atzma, and we look at the word shira. Yeshgamatamila yosher. So the word, there's a connection. When the, the parot that were carrying the Arona Brit, so it says that they were straightened. After it was captured by the police. That even the, the parot said shira. So so we see that that's also from the lotion Yashar. The Yashar, because that goes things that go straight. Why? Because as it says, what does it mean that something is straight? When something is straight, it means that the path is totally dedicated to reaching the goal. That there are no false moves, there's no stepping aside, there's no curves that are that take you that distract from the from the derech, right, that bring us away from the ultimate tachlis. Right? Every path, every step is directed to the end without any deviation. That's the that's what yashar means. Yashar means that it's directed towards the goal. V'derech yeshara, what does it mean that a derech is yeshara? Yamechaberet at kol ma'asav shel adam atachlito. That connects everything that a person does to his ultimate goal, his, 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 his purpose in life. As yeshara l'umar halel shira. So that wasn't that, wouldn't that be a wonderful goal for us to set for ourselves that Everything that we do, every moment, every movement that we make, is is connected to where we want to get to. But there's nothing which is a deviation that says, "Okay, I'm going to take time out and I'm going to indulge myself in something which is really has nothing, no no connection to my mission in life." And it's going to do you just take you know, just do things which which aren't connected, which aren't going to lead uh, to that. So then a person has has not gone b'derech yashar. Person has made a detour, right? And then it, the, 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 that will also impact on the level of the shira that we'll be able to sing at the end of life. Right? At the end of life, we want to be able to sing the song of, okay, that, you know, that my life has been a one whole, holistic, uh, unbroken derech, right? without, without moving aside, without without having a, that. That's that's certainly the ultimate goal. And that's the shira, and we would like to express, be able to have ourselves, maybe, you know, 
be able to sing a song at the end of our lives, which will say, okay, this life has been a derech hayashar, it's been an igul, everything fits together, there are no deviations. Okay. Okay. And if we haven't done that until now, of course we can always do tshuva and vimetakein, even the avar, even, even the even the uh, crookedness and the deviations that have that have happened in the past, it's all there for us to be metakein and recreate. Right? Through our tshuva, we can recreate the past also if we do a, an honest and uh, significant tshuva. And that's why we have in slichos, right? If you say slichos on coming up in a couple of days, it also appears in the slichos. Taher tumatenu unchenu biyosher magal. Interesting expression, right? Taher tumatenu purify our tumos, unchenu and guide us biyosher magal, right? In the straight circle. Right? So uh, I mean, never noticed that uh, that there is a, a little bit of an inconsistency. Right? If it's a magal. It's not yosher, but the, but that's exactly what he's saying. The ultimate yosher is the perfect circle. That that's what's that's the that's the straightest thing that can exist. The straightest thing that exists is something that takes you and comes and you brings you full circuit to where you started from. But along the way, right, you have fixed all of the things that you needed to fix, and you have performed all of the missions that you have been created to perform. And when you got back to the original, you can look back and say that, yes, I come back to the, like my, my creator who sent me on this mission and I have accomplished it. And this is the, and this is my ultimate goal, my ultimate completion. And that's the Yosher Magal. It's the straightness of the circle. Right? This, because the circle is the, is the symbol of being able to re, re, come back to where I started, to where, to where I should have, to, to my end point, which is my really my starting point. Okay, so that's the connection here between Shira right, and circles. Okay? And the Shira, and we say Shira is when we have completed the circle. Okay. Any questions? Anything? Everybody? Okay. Everybody's fine with that? Okay. So we'll go by. Okay. Now we get to Tchias Hamais. Okay, this is the the heart of this year, the, the conclusion, right, where, where we're headed to. Tchiat ha-meitim ha-mashmout ha-yechida u-chol ma-gal ha-chayim. If we want, right, Tchias ha-meitim is the the only meaning, the only significance for the entire circle of chayim that we experience. Okay. So now with all of these introductions, we can go back to what it says, right? Biarno. We have explained. What does it mean? Something is Minatora. Okay, this is the crux of the way the issue. What does Minatora mean? Shehi Mikhayevit. There is the concept of of Tchias HaMesim is something which obligates us. Umishane, Umishana, right? Et Ofi Chaye Adam. And it changes, it impacts 
the the character of a person's life. Hinotenet mashmaut l'chol hachayim kan. Tchias amazing is what gives meaning to life in this world. So that means that when the so a trias hamesim in a Torah means that it's a belief in trias hamesim, which is has the quality of Torah. As we said, what is the quality of Torah? Quality of Torah is Torah means that it it makes a difference in my life. I live my life differently, just like every every word of Torah, every word of Torah that we learn is meant to instruct us how to live our lives. And it means that every word of Torah that we learn uh, creates a new reality of, of, of what our life is, is going to look like because we're going to integrate that into our lives and live according to the Torah that we learn. So Tchiyas HaMesim in Torah means that living with the concept of Tchiyas HaMesim right, changes us, cha- changes the, the course of our lives. The Ilu, Tchiyat HaMetim Shalom in Torah, if somebody believes in Chiyas HaMesim, it's not going to affect life in any way. So it doesn't make any difference in that person's life. It doesn't make any difference whether you believe it or not. In other words, when you look at the person, his life is totally unaffected. He happens to believe in Chiyas HaMesim. But if he happens to believe in Chiyas HaMesim in a way which doesn't change his life, so then it's a meaningless belief. Rashi, what do we care? What difference does it make? But right, it's not, it has no meaning, right? I happen to believe things, okay? Somebody, somebody who believes has to believe, Mina Torah, he believes it in such a way that it affects him, that it changes his life. The truth is that gives. It gives it a completely different meaning to our lives in this world. For example, it gives a marshal. A person that has no emuna in Hashem, he's totally lacking emuna. So if they come to him, doctors who are trusted and reliable, Competent, right? and they reveal to him that he's only got a few months to live. Okay. See if you agree with with, with, with the marshal that the Ramesh is giving. Right, he would lose any taste, any taste in life, and any ambition. He wouldn't do anything. To the point where his life would not be a real life. Okay, in other words, he's saying that this is a person who has who lives without meaning in his life, who lives without emuna, and just says, "Okay, right, you have another month to live." We say to him, "So he says, what's the point? Right, what's the point of living another month? What am I going to get from it?" Right. Okay. So then, Rav Moshe carries it a step further. Then, so now it only becomes a question of quantity, right? So what difference does it make if I tell you that a person has a half a year to live or he has 10 years to live, right, or more? Right? It's all just a, a difference of a, a, a different, a, quanti- a quantitative difference, but it doesn't really change the fact 
that he has nothing to live for. A life that is just spread over a certain defined shetach, a certain defined area, a certain defined area of time, is doesn't have meaning. Okay. Let's read another paragraph and can tell me whether you whether this resonates with you. If your life, if you live your life only in this world, he has no doubt. Life starts at a certain point and ends at a certain point. And so now. At this moment, it has no meaning. What difference does it make him? What difference does it make if you live, you know, you know, 20 more years, 30 more years, 10 more years? Because what's going to happen? You're going to, you're going to keep on doing the same thing over and over again. Okay, Okay, what do you guys have to say about that, Marshall? Does it resonate with you that, that a person who does not have any faith, any belief in, in a world to come, so his life is meaningless because, because uh, okay, you know, it's just gonna, he's just doing acts which have, which he's living his life from, from a beginning, from a beginning point to an end point. So he says, just like if a person would say, I only have a month left to live, you say, what can I accomplish in a month? Right. So a person has 20 years left to live, so what can I accomplish in 20 years? It's going to have any meaning, right, beyond, beyond you know, the, the, the existence in this world. Yeah, what do you say, Josh? I, I guess my question on that is if, um, <clears throat> in that case, somebody who has 120 years left to live, Somebody asked the same question. Why does he get out of bed in the morning? There's no, there's no purpose to this whole thing. Right. I think one thing I, I might suggest an alternative. Um, there are people still base their lives now, maybe more so than 40 years ago, on experiences. In, in other words, somebody finds out he has a short time to live. He may want to go bungee jumping. He may want to, uh, you know, go go eat raw kangaroo or something like. There, there may be things that he feels that he needs to do in order to um, use up this time that he has because it's all that he has or something like that. Okay, I, I hear that, you know, that's, that's you know, that's, you know, I mean, that's, that's, I mean, that's really what I'm, I'm asking, I mean, what you're asking is what it was I'm, back of my mind. Anybody want to try to, uh, to help us understand what much is trying to say? And if we, uh, can I make a point? Yeah, please. I think Rav Moshe is projecting his own intelligence on uh, the faithless masses out there. <laughs> Could you uh, elaborate a little bit, though? I think if Rav Moshe would think for a second that he didn't have any afterlife to look forward to and there was no grand mission, then he would feel that because he knows what life is really like. And suddenly he looks at a life that's restricted to 20 years of physically experiencing raw kangaroo and that doesn't seem very uh appetizing i guess you know <laughs> so 
Yeah. But I don't think most people can do that calculation. I think most people just look at having fun and say, you know, eat, drink, and be merry. Uh -huh. You obviously haven't tried raw kangaroo. That's, that's a fact. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. Okay. So what you're really saying is again. So no. So my. So then my question is, you know, you know, Don Bear is right. I mean. Is, is this a case? Is this not a case of assuming what you're trying to prove? Um, you know, uh, uh, you know, I mean, as much as project, you say it's projecting. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, if um, you know, I mean, I mean, I, I would you know put it you know use another muscle. You know, the rock kangaroo doesn't exactly uh, uh, you know appeal to me, or, or I don't think it appeals to most people. But you know, let's say. Somebody like me or somebody like you, I would imagine most of us uh, who are gathered together, um, you know, can't imagine, you know, you can't go back to the to the World Cup football game, right? And you can't imagine the hysteria, the hysteria of, you know, millions of Argentinians uh, lining the streets, you know, welcoming home their uh, their heroes, right? Uh, they, we think they're absolutely crazy. I mean, like this is this is life. This is thing. Uh, but they think that this is life, you know, this is for them a high point, you know, high points in their lives, you know, that this is, they, they're going to remember it, they're going to tell their kids about it, they're going to, you know, that's going to be, you know, so, so what does it mean, so, you know, so we, from our point of view, yeah, we, we understand that, that that's all, you know, narishkeit, and it's all things that have, have a lot of volume, and that have no meaning, and uh, it's just a substitute for you know, for the emptiness of of of, uh, you know, of a life that's that's lived with uh, with no purpose, and maybe that's what I'm is saying. You know, I don't know if that's the yeah. What do you say, Josh? I'm just thinking. This reminds me of um, there's a Nobel Prize winner, I'm sorry, Israeli American named Kahneman. I don't know if there has heard of him, but he's a he's a professor out there. He's a brilliant individuals, Kahneman and Tversky. They um, they wrote a book called Thinking Fast and Slow, which ended up win winning the Nobel Prize in economics on what they call behavioral finance, which is sort of the mishigas of people's brains and how they work. Okay. But a fascinating book, but at the, at the end, he sort of waxed a little bit po poetic. And he demonstrated through um, what I'll call, you know, laboratory tests to test people's sense of... Um, you know, pain levels or benefit levels and determined that somebody who has a pleasant experience that ends badly remembers it badly. And somebody has a painful experience that ends relatively pleasantly will have a fond memory of it. And so this brilliant individual who's changed the world of how people focus on sort of human, emotional, intellectual integration postulated, asked the question, is a life better lived pleasantly if it ends badly, or is it just matter that it ends nicely so that everybody can have a good memory of it? In other words, this is somebody who is actually asking this question, and his makshava, a brilliant individual, is way off from Rosh Hashanah. There's no third option to him. It's all about pleasure. Mm. Okay, Seder. So, but are we do do? I'm not quite sure how to understand how to take what you're saying. Are we, are we, uh, you know, are we shalem with uh, Rabbi argument that that 
that life without, he's arguing that life without Chiyas HaMesim, right, is a meaningless life. Right? The life, right, the life that is just limited to what happens in this world, right, is a life that we, we, have, we, we have to call, right, life without meaning, a life that, that, didn't, that didn't go anywhere, that didn't accomplish anything, um, is just living one moment after the next, as we said earlier last week, one moment after the next, that means that uh, every every step of the way uh, is a step which doesn't follow from the previous step, and it doesn't predict the next step. Uh, that's what is that's what he said that the a derech, a lack of derech, is that uh, that there's no there's no continuity, there's no way of of predicting from any one point where I'm going to go to the next point. I'm going back and forth and back and forth. Right, uh, or you know, this I can decide to go to the right, to the left, forward, backwards, at any given point, and that's not a derech. A derech means that there's a goal, there's a focus, and that the derech means that the, the steps that I take are steps which have which are directed in, towards something. Okay. So that's, that's so that's what we're talking about here. He's saying that I guess that's what he's saying is that the the, the steps that that if we if our steps don't lead us are not intended to get us to a to a uh, to an ultimate destination. So then the steps themselves have no meaning. Right? Why did you go right instead of left, or left instead of right at any given point when it was totally random and totally uh, the you know, uh, the whim of a moment uh, that I decided to move to the right rather than move to the left? Okay. That's I mean that's but I, you know I just. Don't want to fall into the, that trap, assuming what I try to believe. Yeah, I feel like I hear the argument that Rav Moshe is making, but if you talk to most people, very most people, I don't think they would say they have a meaningless life because they uh, don't understand where the destination is. They might have the wrong destination, but they they find meaning in that destination that they're approaching. Does it make sense? Like, yeah. We, we say that's the destination, and your me- life's meaningless without going to the destination. But they, they, they you know, they're 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 headed somewhere. Mm-hmm. Well, we said, you know, accu- okay, accumulating the most toys or something. Oh. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Well, it could be it could be to have a big family. You know, it could be to spend a lot of time with their. I mean, it doesn't have to just be toys, but uh, so uh, yeah. you know. Unless they came across a rub like you or of Moshe, then uh, you know they may have meaning in their life, but it might not be the the ultimate meaning or the, the you know. Yeah, so, that, so that's the question again. Yeah, yeah. I mean that, that's that's the that's what we're trying to uh, you know because Moshe is making some pretty strong generalizations yeah. about uh, you know about things. Yes, uh, Josh. I, I think we're agreeing with Dumber, if this is what it's coming around to. That um, <laughs> if, if Rav Moshe Shapiro found out, you know, through some sort of uh, Ruach HaKodesh that there was no Trias Amesim, I think he would curl into bed. Um, <laughs> I, I, th- I think that there's a there's a wiring. I mean, people who are devoting their lives to climate change or um, what, what, whatever it might be, that the, you know, th- there's a need to drive to something, and I think we all have that. And whether they're driving towards the MS or whether they're driving towards a mission, you know, Marxism or uh, mm-hmm. wh- wh- whatever it may be, there are people who devote their lives to all sorts of shlosim, 
But if I think it's fair to say, if they had the perspective of what the ultimate goal was, and then they found out that that ultimate goal wasn't there, nothing mm -hmm. else would be relevant to them, and they would get depressed. Mm -hmm. So you're talking, you see, you're, you're, you're talking about the negation, right? There was the, the, just imagine the negation of, yeah, if somebody would, if somebody devotes his life to climate change, and then somebody would demonstrate to him that is that there was a shtus, right? That, you know, you, you wasted your time, there was no such thing as climate change, whatever, you know, that the whole thing is, uh, just your uh, figment of your imagination, right? What, what would you do? I, th I think that's I think that's Ramosha's point. I think that's what he's really driving at. He's not dealing with the psychology of replacing, um, you know, amazing with um, with Marxism. I think that that that's within the capacity of people, especially Jewish people, to do. But I think Ramosha is not dealing with that replacement theory, so to speak. Okay, and okay, so so the bottom line is okay. So we're agreeing with Dovber. Okay, that's the bottom line. Is that, uh, um, that from his point of view? Okay, well let's let's see, let, let let's see, let's continue and see. Okay, who else? We we've talked about the negative so far, right? Somebody who just lives his life in Olamaze. So now Rabbi is going to describe the positive. Faith in Tchias Amesim shows that the Tachlis, the ultimate purpose of the whole derech. So maybe what he's saying is, is that only a belief in Tchias Amesim can give you a, an overarching meaning, meaning to everything. Right? In somebody who has other meanings, right, there's going to be all kinds of things that don't fit in, that aren't, that aren't part of a derech, that aren't part of his derech. He's going to, you know, only a small fraction of his life is going to be devoted to, to that meaning. Right? And there's going to be tons of other stuff that is not devoted to that meaning. So there's going to be his derech isn't going to have the, it's not going to be a, a tachlis de gederech. It's going to be a very, very specific derech. Right? Like the kinds of examples that Yaakov gave, you know, he's interested in his family, he's interested in things like that, right? But that's not going to give him a total meaning to everything. Right? It's, it's, it's like a kind of unified field theory that's going to say everything fits together, right? That's, that's not going to happen. Only a derech, only an amun and triyas amesim can do that. Right. Right. So therefore, right, it, it, that gives the meaning to all life because it has the tachlis of the complete derech right, from the beginning to the end. When it's, when it's derived from the Torah, when it's learned from the Torah, that future obligates me now. Because the Torah promises eternal life. So every moment of my life now 
is dedicated to a purpose which will ultimately have a, which will which will give me eternity. So that, that gives that gives meaning. To, there's nothing in my life, in my derech, that doesn't have meaning. Because whether I choose right, to uh, to do a certain maisa, right, to uh, say, you know, going back to my least favorite example, if I uh, because it's my favorite example, so it's becomes least favorite. If I go back to you know indulging myself in some food or something, um, so that has meaning. That's ultimate meaning for my for my chaye olam. It's not a, It's not going to. It's not. It's not a meaningless thing. It's not something which is an insignificant thing. So, that, so everything in my path is makes up this is is going is 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 related to the ultimate goal. Okay, so the Iker of Chiyas Amesim closes the circle. Right, it creates one complete whole thing. That's why it means to close the circle. It becomes one whole thing. There is one derech that leads from the beginning to the end. There is no other even if we imagine i think that's what we have to understand that no other no other goal that we set for ourselves no other value that we set for ourselves has the possibility of creating a wholeness of the experience of our life to become one complete thing right? you look at the tzaddik right you can see every movement is part of one complete derech right and the, and when you complete the derech when he completes that derech he it's something to sing praises about. It's something to say shira over. You know, you look at the life of, you know, just throw out a name, look at like Ruf Steinman in our generation, right? Okay. Everything that wasn't the thing that wasn't uh, dedicated to ultimately his, his his mission in life. And so therefore there was a there was a complete derech, right? And it was complete every, every minute of the day, every minute was a was a step towards his ultimate eternity. And those of us who try to, and to the best of our ability, right now, to, as, as we can, trying as, as as we do, so we can somehow follow in those footsteps and try to make as much as of our lives into part of a derech, which will be, which will lead to a shleimus, which will lead to that completion, right? But if, but if we're governed by any other kind of meaning, so then. By, by definition, everything else is going to be chaser. They're going to be missing things. We're going to be, uh, we'll be able to say yes, right? You know, you know, X percentage of my life was dedicated to a certain goal. But there was, you know, 90% of my life was not dedicated to that goal. Right? All the other times that I did things, that I said things, that I uh, that I indulged myself, that I would talk Lashon Hara, that I, uh, you know, that I didn't live it had nothing to do with my with with the derech, so there is no derech there. Yeah. That makes that makes sense to you guys, okay? Good. The only possibility, the only way to really live a true life, is by believing in tchiyat ha'metim. Kol derech acheret. 
כי מוות או חיי בהמה. אין לי עוד דרך, זה either death or the life of an animal. חיי שוטה, or the life of an idiot. האמונה בתחילת המתים מלמדת שחיים של קיום תורה ומצוות הם מעל המוות. This is, my life is, supersedes, surpasses death. It's above. ואילו כל המערכת שבתוכה אנו נמצאים עכשיו, whereas the whole system that we find ourselves in today, יש לה משמעות רק עד כמה שהם נושקים ומצטרפים לחיים בעצמם. Only to the extent that they touch. נושקים literally to kiss, but to come into contact with. ומצטרפים, and they join לחיים בעצמם, to the real meaning of life. ומובילים אל מעבר למסגרת המצומצמת של העולם הזה. Which leads to something which goes beyond our narrow confines of this world. לאדם החי כך, to the person who is living this way, meaning the way of a life of עולם הבא, meaning a life of the complete דרך, אין הבדל בין אם הוא חי חצי שנה או עשר שנים או שבעים שנה. It doesn't matter to him whether he lives a half a year or ten years or seventy years. הוא הולך בבטחה לקראת החיים שאחרי המוות. He goes with confidence towards his, his ultimate life after death. In other words, that person, again, he's, we have to be, you know, there's a pachad of moves, but the pachad has to be a pachad that maybe we haven't done it right, and maybe there's something to be, to be fixed, right? Because we, we know that we, we're prone to sin, and we have a yetzerhara, and so... We don't live that perfect life which every, where every movement is a movement towards eternal life. Right? So, of course, so we want to live as long as we can because we want, we want more and more opportunities to, uh, you know, to, to live the life that, 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 that we know we should live and, and to reach the goals that we want to reach. Right? So, but that's not a steer to what Ramesh is saying. Right? But ultimately, right, we know that... That the the what we're what we're getting where we're going, we're going to an ultimate destination which we were put into this world from the beginning to reach that destination, and we're going to get there, right? And 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 we and we're moving, and we're moving confidently in that direction, right? So the fact that it's going to end, that's not an end at all. Right? Okay, so that's. And that's a very important thing. You know, it's a very important thing to uh, to keep. You know, that we have to always remember that it's right, you know, that we're that we're we're moving towards eternal life, right? not moving towards the end of uh, something which, when it ends, will have proved to have led us nowhere. Right? Maybe that's really the answer to our original question, because the question is, you know, when it stops. You know where 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 are we? Okay. And and so somebody who dedicates his life to something right, to some other value, uh, and even if he achieves it, right? But at the end of the end, but at the end of the day, where is he? Right? What what, what has he got? Right? He's got something which ultimately has no meaning. Right? In other words, Agmaram okay. 
מי שחלה ונטה למות, אומרים לו, התוודה, התוודה, דו וידוי, We say do video, Shekin Kolamumatim with Vadim. Because whoever is put to death, or does video. When we speak to somebody, right, we have to speak in straightforward language. Right? We don't know what's going to happen. We're not Navim. Could be that you'll live, it could be you're going to die. As hat hit lamot. Right? So prepare yourself to die. To die. Any kind of speech which comes to cover it over, like to hide it, to like, you know, make, like pretend it's not there. Which comes kind of makes to forget about it. Right? Because it means that we're, 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 we don't want to face the fact that maybe it's all over, And that's such a uh, such a horrible thought that we say, no, it's not going to happen. Yeah. This well, this past week was the uh, yard site of Rechaim Shmulevitz. I just remember that they the, they write in his biography um, when he was sick and and dying. Right, and they wanted the point that they wanted to show was uh, that uh, you know how he was the ultimate uh, Talmudist. So somebody was visiting him and he was very sick and said to him, Rebbe, everything is fine. It'll be okay. You know, you'll be fine. And the Reb Chaim answered him, bring me a raya. That's, a, that's, that's the way he says, bring me a raya. <laughs> so that's, the, uh, that's, that's how he reacted. Uh, he, he wouldn't accept anything. And he wouldn't accept anything without, without, without a raya from Shas. That, you know, things would, okay. Bring me a raya. Okay, anyway, but that but what Ramosh is saying is, is that that's that's not the way to talk. Right? What are you saying? You know, you say, hey, everything will be okay, don't worry. The guy's dying, you know, he knows he's dying, he's sick, you know, he, you know, he, what, what are you gonna say? Don't worry about it. everything's gonna be fine. Of course, uh, we know that uh, we have to dive in and even if a point person is uh, the sword, the sharp sword is uh, is at his throat, the, of course we can always. Pray and hope that Akhil Borho will turn things around. Never, certainly we, we miracles happen and we, we know miracles can happen, but they don't always do happen. People do die and people even right? but what Moshe is saying is, is that we have to accept it as being the the reality. So then let's let's finish the next section, right? If, if we may. All right, Vav, I don't know if we finish everything, but we'll finish the next. Uh, So only Torah can reveal it. The only meaning that life in this world has, only meaning of life is, what did we accomplish in this world which will last forever? You can't know what will last forever if all you have is the misgeret of, of our consciousness and awareness of Olam If being finite and just experiencing life through the consciousness of this world, how could a person know 
right? What's going to bring about his eternal life? So has to be min Torah. Because only in the Torah that it's revealed to us. And it's only from the Torah that we can know what is life itself. As we spoke in the earlier part of this year, earlier in the last year, we said that 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 death doesn't happen to life, right? In other words, life is chal on people, but life is something which is ongoing, which flows. It's the, it's the flowing stream, right? And mavet isn't, the word death doesn't apply to life. Life is not something that ever ends, right? Life, right, uh, is chal on people for a certain limited amount of time, right? But right, in this world, but the life, the life that they get is an infinite and, and, and an eternal life. The only possible meaning of life is reveals to us what is Chayim. And that's what we can do in this world, is to do the things that HaKadosh Baruch Hu tells us, these things are life. A person learns Torah, so he knows that this is life. Right? That this is right? and connecting to life. A person does a mitzvah, he's doing life. A person controls himself in some way, he's doing life. person does a chesed, he's doing life. The maximum that we can figure out in this world is negation. We can come to the conclusion that the worldly system, as we know it, lacks meaning. That this can't be what life is. Avram came to that conclusion. He says it can't be that there is a bira without that without a without a, a leader, without a guide, without a somebody who is is is, is leading his destiny. It can't be. But what it is, to live for, we can only figure out that life is absurd. Right? We can become you know, I don't know, existential philosophers and say, well, we come to the conclusion life is absurd. Right? That, that we can come to that conclusion. Right? But what life really can mean, that's not something we can figure out from within life itself. When Avram came to the conclusion that it can't be what it looks like, right? that the, that the apparent the apparent life is is meaningless. So then, Akolaj Baruch revealed himself to him, and with a gilu he reveals himself. Everything that we accomplish within the framework of these narrow lives, this narrow life, harehem divre heaven, harei mistovavim kan nidonim lamavet. Moshe was a very big pessimist. Looking around the world, he says, everybody, you look around, you look outside your window, what do you see? You see people on death row. They're wearing the you know striped striped robes or something, right? Striped pajamas. They're, they're, they're gonna be they're, they're gonna die. What are they what are they dealing with? Kulanu right? We're all Right, mortal. And we don't even know. Right? We're, we're, we're sentenced to death. We're doomed to die. 
And not only that, we don't even know when, when it's going to fall. What meaning can we give to what we do? It has to be a revelation from above. Okay, we'll stop here. Just a little short of the finish.